welcome to VG Empire, episode 137. 37? 37. Hey, it's how old I am. Uh, hey, me too. Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry for the uh, reminder of our own mortality, but uh, we are back after a long break. Lengthy hiatus. Sorry, everybody. Although, if you're listening to this years later, it's like nothing happened at all. Exactly. Uh, but this Except is our... the entire year of 2017. Yeah, so the last episode was 136 Shadowrun Sessions. Uh, back stuff. in July. It is now December because it's Which time. I'm assuming Pat had nude pictures of you or something. Shadowrun? <laughs> it seems like a Pat joint. It was a show that was ready. Okay. And uh, it, it was good. Actually, there was a lot of fun stuff in there. I have but, other ready shows. I will have well, <laughs> once we get in the new year and our day jobs uh, stop uh, you know, becoming all-consuming, just very been very busy year, mm-hmm. um, but hopefully in 2018 we'll get into some more regularity. Uh, again, this is Brett... Hi, your host. I'm Chris, here to nominate Call of Duty World War II as mm. my game soundtrack of the year. Man, when it went... Boo, 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 it was yeah. so good, bro. I'm sure it was good. That Hans Zimmer note couldn't have hit sooner. <laughs> this is uh, Patrick, regular here at VG Empire, and that's about it. Um, but yeah, we uh, every year, at the end of the year, we do a year in review. Uh, there was a 2016, a 2015, 14, 13. Mm-hmm. Didn't do 12. And I keep, want, oh. I keep wanting to spring the random oh. 2012 year in review like in February oh, or no. some year. Well, that's got to be... Is that- Comba Christ DMC. Um. Yeah, no, I think that was <laughs> that was January. It was I think January. It, I think it made oh, it into right. 2013. It did. Uh, but uh, no, I have a list of 2012. Like 13 to everybody. Mm. No. 20, oh, 20, oh, 2012 was Double Dragon Neon for me. Was like, it? Oh, all, that's all pretty, day, every day. Yeah, I mean, we covered that already. So. Yeah, so that's the game I talked about. Wow, never mind. Keep going. All right. Uh, <laughs> and, but, this, and this is where I don't get to talk about Mario. No. Be, I'm unclear on these rules. Because so the rules, which have been the same since 2011. <laughs> uh, but uh, again, this is uh, our year in review. So we look back at songs that actually came out this year and just kind of touch upon different games and series. But what I try to do is stay away from s- franchises or series in, in, in games that we haven't covered yet. Mm-hmm. Or like, so for example... Uh, Mario Odyssey, right? Thank we have you. we haven't done a Ma- a Mario Galaxy Odyssey. Sunshine episode and uh, Gatsy Garden Galaxy 3D uh, World, Perfect 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 Perfect. Perfect. yeah, 3D World, well, <laughs> but we haven't. Well, all, all we've done is Mario one through sixty four, like that's oh. it. And there's a whole other era of Mario we haven't so done, and so Odyssey would go in that. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, every year it's like, well, what po- what Pokemon game came out? What what Zelda came out? What this came out? But Zelda is a unique case because we've actually covered every Zelda. Up to yeah. this point, we're done. It took three episodes. This is to one do big it. caveat. Just a shout out to Wooded Kingdom and Bowser Kingdom. Well, my favorite songs of the Mario Odyssey and the, soundtrack and the uh, lava music mm-hmm. right in the Moon Kingdom. That was my. Favorite. All right, we'll get to that in another episode because uh, yes. these always go long. So get ready. Also, if, no Persona Five. I'm sorry. Yeah, Persona is another one where we did do a Persona episode that was one, two, three, and four, but there's still plenty left. Yeah, and so that. Uh, oh, and, uh, oh. and I was just catching up for our game of the year list on Video Game Apocalypse mm. uh, near Auto. Tomato. Yes. And I was like, holy, I, I've been humming, I don't know what it is, when all those robots are in that surrendering village. Oh, yeah, it's great. And you walk in and it's just like a little kid singing, Acorn is brave. I have no idea yeah, what yeah. the, but I've been walking around, Acorn no. is brave. That that soundtrack is exceptional, and we just haven't done a near episode. So that, that again, will I be, can't a, be here for that. a whole episode. Knowing how big that series is now, after looking into it, I had no idea. Yeah, it's Ugh. great. It's, it's, it's my number two game of the year. Mm. Um, but... If you're wondering what song brought us in, because I feel like now we've talked for a couple of minutes with no context as to what the hell that was. The deepest of cuts. Or that I'm Chris Antista. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But no, we did that. Oh, we did that. We did that. Sorry, sorry. ADD. It's on full full effect right now. Literally one minute ago. Uh, But 
That is the Dancing Jamaica Skeleton PS4 dynamic theme. <laughs> Don't try and search for it. Uh, yeah, searching is very difficult. Uh, we had to go chronologically reverse order and found it that way. <laughs> it but found the there's it's so popular. It's not only on sale as we speak. It has a ripoff. There's yeah. There's you don't wait, want the, there's a big non-dancing reggae skeleton. It might be the same person who talks to who you. Yeah, he talks to you. Talks to you. But, but this is sixty frames accent? a second. No, yeah. So this is a um, dancing skeleton with reds in front of a giant one love shack doing numerous, numerous mo-capped, yeah. perfectly like flawlessly performed dance routines yeah, to that song. And mo- most themes are like like artifacted MPEGs that yeah. just loop, and this is yeah, like yeah. a literal program that's sixty frames a second. This just thing, keeps moving. This thing we bought like kind of as a, as half jokes. It's two dollars, and and we're like, haha. Back in like April or May, we bought this, and then. When we changed the theme, I'm like, I don't want to change it permanently to this thing. And then after like a week, it is now <laughs> such a joy to turn on my PS4, and there it is. And the number of lyrics that we have like on the fly made to that song, and the fact that I was calling the routines to you guys, because True. they are randomized. And lunch. And-, <laughs> and and there's the yoga pose. All right, sun salutation. And now mm-hmm. we're going into the hip swivel. Oh, sachets coming up. Like This song is super fun, and I had to put it in here, because this is one of my favorite songs of the year. Wow. Uh, if only because I've heard it literally every day of the year. I am mighty impressed by that theme, but it's going to take everything in the world for me to replace my Res Infinite uh, PS4 dynamic sure. screen right now. Yeah. Uh, this is the first time I've ever changed my PS4 dynamic screen. I <laughs> hope to never do it again, because going through that, I think anybody listening could submit whatever you want. It'll be approved. I was thinking of doing a worst of PSN dynamic themes, but I just don't want to hurt people's feelings. Cause some yeah. real bad stuff in there. Yeah, I mean, somebody did the work. And you got can't it. tell. I almost, I almost cursed like fourteen times and didn't. I'm a pro. I, I'm doing I, great. I, I do want to. I haven't done. That. An, I haven't done a clean show you know, in so long. There's. I didn't want to tell you. There's a trophy on the way. Yes. Uh, didn't <laughs> didn't cuss. It's a platinum. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but we're gonna get started now with uh, the rest of the show, which is stuff that all came out this year. Just kind of looking back at 2017 in general. Kicking off the show though is. A game I'm currently playing about 20 hours in. I was playing on the uh, right before I came here is East Eight. Oh, Lacrimosa of Dana. And when I read that subtitle, I was like, Why does it have to be, have such a mainstream title? Yeah. <laughs> Part of me was like, Please let Dana be an acronym. <laughs> and that's yeah, a person. Uh-huh. But uh, East Eight, which is every time I try to tell someone, Oh, what have you been doing? What are you, what are you playing now? And I go East Eight. It's like, What? Like you, it's not like it's not like even saying East Seven. Where you can kind of go, okay, that was a number. East I heard Evan. I heard a number. Mm-hmm. If I just go East eight, you said what? <laughs> like I have to clarify why S eight. The like, boys eight. What's the problem here? <laughs> but uh, this came out uh, towards the second half of the year, and it is on PS4 and Vita. It is. So I went from Horizon, which we'll get mm-hmm. to a little later in the show, a stunning 4K, just triple A showcase, gorgeous game, and then I went from that, mm-hmm. platinumed it into East eight. Couldn't have been a harder pivot. <laughs> but what I love about this game is that it is like, and I mean this in the best, the most positive way possible, mm-hmm. it is like the, the an ultra PS2 game. Because mm-hmm. there's like, there's I don't feel like there's anything going on in it that couldn't have happened like late, late PS2, like 2006 era PS2, even early 07. Mm-hmm. Tech, as far as like gameplay, the way the world is constructed, like some draw distance stuff and the number of yeah, stuff playing, on the screen maybe. seven with you on PS4. PSP. Uh, we played we played East Origin, which was okay. even older. Uh, it's like an older okay. PC. Never game. mind. Scratch that. So this this for all its for all of its like archaic stuff, it it is actually like the most advanced East game yet. It actually 
the way the, the camera isn't like this overhead kind of thing how the, a lot of the earlier East games were. It's this behind the back character action game, almost like a Devil May Cry style, like the way you interact with the environment and stuff. But still action RPG. Still action yeah. RPG, and it's really fun, and I actually really enjoy it. And if anyone ever asks, they every time it's like, oh, if I was going to try one, which which should I play? And I'd always say, I just do E Seven. You know, it's on PSP, but mm-hmm. I still think it's the it's the easiest one to get into. E Eight a million times. Like mm. just play that one. Uh, PS4 version is what I'm playing, but as always, uh, but yeah, that PS2 thing I meant, like the character mod, it's like, just take like all the things that you kind of get fuzzy memories because at this point PS2 came out 17 years ago. Like if you think about what you liked about that era of like action games or something, like this is that, but done with a modern eye on it. So it's super sharp, Mm. very clean and clear. Menus are gorgeous. The character art is great. There were some problems with the localization. Like people really like got up in arms about it. Oh yeah, but I, NIS is addressing it. Yeah, they're actually I'm really impressed. They're fixing. They're, they're fixing like going it. back and yeah. like relocalizing the whole thing. Apparently, and by the time I'll be done with the game, so I will. I won't care. <laughs> so I'll, I'll wait till then. <laughs> and, but but I'm also like, yeah, I, I lived in the 80s and 90s, man. Like I I didn't even notice because I'm like, yeah, this is. Uh, oh, it was bad. Okay, it, it is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. Like I'm just the game is super fun and it's not impeding my ability to enjoy the game. Anyway. The music by Falcom Sound Team, as always, JDK. is just the most insane rock nonsense that I've always loved. And J- Falcom Sound Team has been doing this since 1990. Like, every single East game knocks it out of the park. Every Indeed. one. Especially yeah. if there's a number next to it. You can expect the exact same level of earnest guitar-noodling craziness from, like, the first days when Yuzo Koshiro did the first game. Like, it's insane. And the first song you hear in the game is the first song I want to play called Sunshine Coastline. Mm. It's not a Donkey Kong stage. <laughs> um, but this was like the first song when you actually start the game for real and get off this because a boat crashes on an island and then the adventure begins on this deserted island. Um, the, literally the first riff that comes out, I'm like, this is Tony Hawk 3 pop punk song <laughs> reimagined, reimagined as an anime <laughs> opening. One, okay. Yeah, thank you. But imagine that now it's an anime opening theme song. <laughs> oh, oh. It, but it's everything you love about that era of Tony Hawk music yeah. mixed with pick it up, pick it up. my favorite anime opening that gets me super pumped mm. every single time I hear it. And it's, I, I so vocals or no vocals, no vocals. Flying but, house. But the, dude, the, the moment, yeah, the moment. <laughs> You hear the first guitar, you're like, oh, I know what you mean. I, I get it. This Tony Hawk analogy I'm making. It just sounds like a Tony Hawk 2 or 3 song. Uh, after that is The Woods of Elevated Coral Reef. Uh, I guess that's the localization coming into play. Uh, this is just a slightly chiller song, but it's still, like, very just... It's that same, like, constant ease excellence. But this is a, an internal, like, you're inside of a cave, so they slow it down a little bit. It has a little bit more ponderous uh, feel to it. And then after that is A Footprint in the Wet Sand, which is... 80s guitar, synthesizer, it's just like 1988 Beach. It's so perfect. It's this time capsule, and I couldn't get over playing this game of, like, I can't believe they have had this level of consistency for three decades. Like, you think about games the way they they change and evolve over time, and, like, the games keep getting a little bit better, a little bit better. They tweak things here and there. Mm -hmm. But the music is like, oh, we got this. We nailed this 20 years ago, Mm. and we will will deliver every single time. Is that... I mean, is that... The primary draw for you with the series? That's what, not so, a whole lot of else. Yeah, because the reason we're doing East 8, because it is a series, I did an East episode back in 2012. Mm-hmm. So we covered most of the early stuff. And EC then, listening. EC right. listening, yeah. Um, I'm leaving. But uh, it's too late. It's your house. <laughs> um, the way I got into the whole series was I didn't have a Turbo Duo growing mm-hmm. up, but one of my friends did, and I would just borrow the CD and with the Red Book Audio would just listen to the music 
So the mu- I was a fan of the East Music a good ten years before I ever played a single game in the mm-hmm. series, and then it was finally uh, East Six on PS2 that actually made me. That's the first one I ever finished, and the soundtrack to that excellent. But we'll do three songs from East Eight. Uh, this is Sunshine Coastline, Woods of Elevated Coral Reef, and a footprint in the wet sand.
God dang it! The synthesizers. Um, I, I'm I'm a believer in uh, these music. That first so track good. was I don't know. Just brought me like right back to I don't know. This is sort of the time we met each other. Sort of I had someone to talk to about game music and oh, going yeah. to Anamanaguchi shows. Oh yeah, so yeah. you have partially analog instruments mixed with game yeah. music, and then they switch it around in the middle of the track. And yep. that was really really neat. And I. Sorry, I couldn't think of a better adjective. I'm just trying not to curse. <laughs> trying not to I, curse. I was going to say, uh, initially I thought this was that was used in an intro, but you said it, yeah. as you're just fighting you monsters. Around. That's, all of that was just walking around <laughs> music. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that's incredible. Uh, like. <laughs> what, what's weird is, that, yeah, so when I turn this on, like East always has an insane opening song, like mm. Release of the Far West Ocean. Also, the localization for these, uh, Never Change, Please. It's all like in, incomprehensible stuff. Primeval VGMDB like direct. Yes, like ancient primeval yeah. breaker was one, and then release of the far west ocean was one, and like all these opening songs were just nuts, right? And I, I turned the game on. I'm like, rub. I'm literally rubbing my hands together, like, oh, oh, come on. <laughs> and in this game, the opening theme song is actually it's this. Sonor. It's like really <laughs> calm. It's right. Re- it's like totally chill. Oh wow! Like ballroom dancing huh. stuff. It's really good, but it's yeah, it's yeah, completely sure. the opposite. And then, dude, there's just so many songs in this that are just insane. Like, uh, this is like Castlevania uh, g- guitar in here. Anyway, the '80s never left. If I Japan. if it's, I can say something for crazy. game music fans, uh, for the first time ever, I found those Mondo Castlevania. Oh yeah, vinyls in stores. Oh really? Because mm. remember they were only available through like pre-order and you miss it sales on Viamondo's site. Yeah. In the video game section of Amoeba in San Francisco oh. were stacks of Castlevania Four and the oh really a smaller version of the castle was it always like Castlevania a... One was always in a small okay. case. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I was I was taken aback. I, I they had not, I thought those were going to be gone forever and they're, yeah. they're available for everyone. So if you have a local record store. By all means, go down there and check it out. My buddy owns one in Tallahassee, and they they got in the Street Fighter soundtrack. Oh, they're yeah, getting yeah. a bunch of stuff now on vinyl. That's cool. I say that I'm keeping my lips sealed about my opinions about vinyl. But you, you don't like vinyl? I don't. It's 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 bringing me back to a point where music isn't this never ending thing. I can just eat and eat and eat and never appreciate. It's I'm deciding I want to listen to this album or I want to go back and listen to this one. And I'm not kidding. I don't want to tell you the record. I put on a record yesterday. And kind of cry just because, like, it it sounded classical, and it sounded like, oh man, this is like back when the it was it was the Charlie Brown Christmas soundtrack, but 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 it was beautiful, and like and like I had to go physically put it on. I can't rewind the track; just like play it out. Maybe you can start the record over when it's done. I'm interacting with music in a way I don't normally do. Right, it right. It's it's more of an interactive element. It's and less you're, passive. You're putting more effort. Yeah, into. it's less and passive. And because of all of these, yeah. like I bought a turntable and I have like li- I've listened to Snatcher, Mother, Outrun, like all these yeah, things. Yeah, give myself I devoted just... music time where I didn't. Yeah, I haven't yeah, done yeah, that yeah. in ten years. It's just mm. while I type, I read emails. I, I put on. Yeah, yeah. I, it almost happened. Almost, I, you were almost close. Happened. You were close. Uh, <laughs> I put on game music, but I I, re- I don't know. I really like vinyl just so I can say slow down 
you don't have to eat everything, but enjoy everything you eat. <laughs> right. um, <laughs> I think I think my side of it goes more into like the technical mm-hmm. uh, aspect of vinyl and how a lot of them for are game just, soundtracks, especially old ones. Re- yeah, it's digital on an analog platform. Yes. You're not getting any. No, games, no, no. Uh, that Castlevania soundtrack's all analog. It was all. <laughs> that's, yeah. a, that's impossible. There is a. It is impossible. There is a, a faked improv jazz flute in one of those. Songs no. <laughs> uh, digital, all digital. It's good stuff. But uh, moving on into uh, unfortunately a series I can't talk quite as much about, but is. A similarly huge franchise that is somehow we've never actually done one episode. It just comes up in each of the game of the the songs of Call the year. Of Duty. Here right. we go. Xenoblade Chronicles <laughs> oh, Two. So well, close. I have not I have not touched that, and I cannot say enough nice things about that series. Which I then say I'll never play this game. Yeah, <laughs> I'll never play this game. So this is like you know it's great because Yasunori Mitsuda I think worked on all of these or many of them. He, he dabbled in in the first one. Chronicle uh, two two was like mostly him though. Yeah, this new one mm-hmm. uh, X was another composer. Oh, a different yeah. one. Because I, I played through probably ten hours of Chronicles when it came out on the Wii. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I remember Operation Rainfall. I do. <laughs> is that is that the one that was ported to the 3DS? Yeah, that's the one I, later to mm-hmm. 3DS. Yeah. yeah, and I and I actually liked it, and the music oh, was great. quite good, and I think that was another one of my best of 2012 mm. shows. That did some of. Oh, one it's as an well, incredible yeah. an evolution of a really old RPG style, mm, and yeah. that's the that's not going to be for everybody, and it's so, so long. And, and that's what I can't. And I played uh, two years ago. We did Chronicles X mm-hmm. in the 2015 year in review, and mm-hmm. the music was insane. Yeah. I bought the soundtrack in Japan. It's Very like the eclectic, three yeah. disc like thing of just insane music and I've only got two songs here because again I don't have context for the game itself I can't really talk at length about it's an it's an RPG that it's so dense right Mm -hmm. and I played about five hours of X on the Wii U and I was like this is so intimidating like Mm. there was so much stuff to keep track of like the Wii U gamepad had its own like separate stuff going on like ah, please click through all these pages of notes (laughs) I'm like oh my god but it's it's gorgeous and the thing I can't get over is this series, the production level is outrageous. Mm. And I feel like, as you'll hear from these songs, this is like low-key, like this series from 2012 on mm-hmm. may, may have the best overall hmm. soundtrack of the decade, like as huh. a series. Like I don't know what series I'd put it up against hmm. because the the, yeah, the eclecticness of it, the, mm-hmm. the range, and also just the money they clearly spent on making this soundtrack mm-hmm. and the density and depth of the soundtrack and it's just under the radar all the time Hmm. like and it is it is a massive undertaking every aspect of this game is high budget and looks great indeed and yet and mitsuda i mean that's like the big selling point which i mean we've mentioned on the show but like chrono trigger chrono cross like numerous numerous other things but like always good and <sighs> like I just have no, I have no personal story outside of like, yeah, I put like ten hours five years ago into the Wii one and liked it, but I just couldn't. It was I so could, much. I could eat my words. I'm not bringing my PS4 back home for the holidays when I stay for like two weeks, but I'm gonna bring my Switch, and that has been a beautiful. It has been a beautiful year. Yeah. Where every time I travel, I'm traveling with the game of the year <laughs> and playing it. It seems insane. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's, it's happened nice. every time. So I don't know. Maybe I will. I said I yeah. wouldn't buy. Battleship Brigade, another. Uh, I couldn't. I, no, there's no tracks I wanted to nominate, but I think it's a charming game. Yeah. Which I was like, yeah, that looks fine, but I'm not. Oh, I only have a Switch with me on vacation. This is the game I'm playing, and it's wonderful. It's wonderful. So mm-hmm. who knows? I might. Uh, hope I eat my words because I, I know you're right. Because every time I see video of this, yeah. it's it's gorgeous. Because it was also during that period where Nintendo was like. Nobody can take video of this game. Like, great. <laughs> I'm curious. I can't see what it looks like. I Thanks. 
But yeah, this is no different. Oh. Like it came out, and I totally forgot this happened this year. Yep. Yeah, and it's on Switch, and I really recommend getting it because why the December releases? Why I liked what I played of the others. I just didn't have the time to get fully invested. That's but... my key issue with the series. I have the Wii one. I just could never find the time yeah. to play. Yeah, and it's it. not. It's not an RPG. I feel like that doesn't value my time because the story was way better than I thought it was going to be. The voice mm. acting was amazing. It looks incredible. It was just this is so dense. Super dense. Yep. So dense. Yeah. But two songs from this. Uh, first one is Action Start. This was actually a track Nintendo released ahead of time as a sample of, like, get excited for the soundtrack, and it's great, uh, by Kinji Hiramatsu. Uh, this is four minutes. Uh, my note was four minutes of the best hopelessly earnest guitar riffy goodness. <laughs> uh, orchestra plus guitar. Baby. Baby. <laughs> and after that is More Ordain, M-O-R. More. That's the one uh, I listened to the other day. It's I was great. Like, whoa! <laughs> it is a, again. It's like it's a whoa. Every every time this this franchise has Xenoblade Chronicles, Chronicles X, Chronicles Two, it's just like a jaw dropping. Like what? Uh, but uh, roaming the wastes, uh, guitars, piano, brass. Like this is where I get to that production thing. Like it's crazy how much mm. work is put into this. But let's let's go into these songs because we're clearly spinning our wheels to talk about the game itself. <laughs> But, uh, that we haven't played. <laughs> that we haven't played. But uh, this is something like, yeah, like you said, I'm 20 hours into East 8. I could be 20 hours into this, but I'm not. Uh, so this is Action Start uh, by Kinji Hiramatsu and More Ordain, uh, Roaming the Wastes, likely by Yasunori Mitsu. Thank you. 
I am sweating. Oh boy! Like it is. That was great. It, like you said, it's a '70s cop show. Yeah, that's like that <laughs> that produced that pilot I just heard of, like Joe Biden and Obama as two two <laughs> '70s cops. Oh, oh what I want to see, just whatever that music was scoring, can Adam Scott please remake it for Adult Swim? <laughs> Not like the Simon and Simon theme. It's probably me selecting which <laughs> tunic to wear. <laughs> so, so Mitsuda had mentioned this is. This was the biggest production he had ever been involved wow. with. Wow. Uh, it shows. He uh, he was in charge of budget management, booking, music sheet management, and composing Dang. all at once. So, like, yeah. That's this is so weird. Intense. This series is so weird. It's it, it received such a high level of production last time on a system not a lot of people had in quantities most people couldn't procure. But it looks expensive every time. Yeah. We only sent 50000 to America. Yeah. But I'm I'm happy to see these like Japanese developers and publishers stick to their guns. Yeah, just, yeah, that is I, good. Like release it. Yeah. Like it's they're all good. I'm actually pretty motivated by this to just like you're right. Like Switch, I should just buy it. And anytime I'm flying, like I can poke away yeah. at this thing, and like the excuse kind of goes away because like that's the point of the Switch in general. Is like what I don't have an excuse. That's man. what I do with everything on the PSP. Yeah. I don't play anything except on planes and, and in airports and PSP. No, sorry, PSV. <laughs> Ta. <laughs> Vita. Uh, I mean, I was delighted. It's a Muldoon just, joke to the but... tune of Shooter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was I was delighted just to hear that a game came out on the Vita this mm. year. Uh, that did say you were mentioning. Oh yeah, it did come Vita. out. Like, I almost got so it because cool. that's how I played the last one, uh, mm. the East Four remake, and I was like, it's not cross save though, is it? Like, can I, I thought it was. I actually uh, don't know, but I finally decided. Like, you know, I haven't played a console East since six. And it's been that was an oh five. Mm. I'm like, I think it's time, man. B six though, kissy fingers at that music. <laughs> uh, moving ahead, hard pivot on the type of music, Ooh. but a, another one of these like this is a franchise. So why am I covering it here? Because we did a Sonic the Hedgehog episode hey. back in 2011. Mm, I know we were this all is. 15 years old. One of my uh, favorite games of the year. Is it sad that the, even I was we were both over 30 even then? <laughs> no, because uh, they, there's something there's something about Sonic that I'll never stop loving, yeah, no matter how many reasons he gives me to stop loving, including Sonic Forces, a game that came out right afterwards. Mm. Uh, but that this was this was so good. Sonic Mania came out uh, like August, July, mm-hmm. August, somewhere in there, something like that. Turning uh, the reins over to fans. New, yeah, seems Christian, to know the Christian DNA. Whitehead. Yeah, Christian yeah. Whitehead, Pagoda Games, and T Lopes, who did the soundtrack, yes. uh, all were involved either in like. We remixed soundtracks, or we made fan levels, or we were just in the scene for a long time. Mm-hmm. And Christian Whitehead, uh, the Sonic CD versions that came out on consoles like five years back, and mobile, yeah, I and think mobile, it started yeah. mobile and then yeah, he like consoles, yeah. yeah, he like grassroots wise pioneered how to port a Sonic game well, like like re- recreating it from scratch yeah. essentially with new with the same assets. But and like this yeah. was glorious. And man. So there's yeah, a great so, article mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. yeah, and so Sonic Mania came out. It's on Switch. Uh, oh, it's a multi platform, but I think I got it on Switch myself. Uh, mm. I bought. I pre ordered two years ago yes, the Genesis collection, and my PS4 was broken. So oh. I got a PS4 code somewhere. But I bought the Switch version oh. and played that one. Mm. I, I was just looking forward to this that much, and it, it fulfilled all of my expectations. Sonic's pretty light blue in this one in comparison to his uh, previous I, Never mind. I will <laughs> not play it. Green <laughs> eyes nothing. Uh, 
But uh, this is like this was like a greatest hits. It, mm-hmm. it reminded me of like this is the Force Awakens of Sonic games. Where it it's was, like and, and it's it's pulling on things from the prior series, but in the right way yeah. and acknowledging the stuff that I did love. And then make something new out of it. And then made something new. And and every stage I was just smile on my face. I'm Sonic bouncing around just how I would want him to. I was like, surprised how easy they made it look. Here's the exact same level, <laughs> and here's a new one we made with a different soundtrack. Yeah, it's so, something old, something new. Yeah, so you usually get like Act One is. If it's a recurring song mm-hmm. like you know Green Hill or Hydrocity or Hydro City, mm-hmm. depending on how you say it, uh, it's basically this original 16-bit mm-hmm. version with some like uh, maybe some uh, embellish- Re- embellishments. remade in whatever new yeah, engine this embellishments. is. Embellishments, and then Act Two is usually like all right, cracks yeah. the knuckles, and like let's go, not those knuckles. And, <laughs> made, and made, that series has never had very worthwhile boss battles. And they, I, I think they, they've been a lot of good ones. I don't know. I think they're all pretty. Lame. I think they're usually all pretty lame. How many hits does he take? Somewhere between nine and thirteen, we forget. <laughs> uh, Sonic uh, One, I believe it's all eight. Yeah, all eight. Huh. I, I just really, I really, really liked it. And then, of course, in the Chemical Plant Zone, you got a great, yeah, and a great boss battle. That oh I will yeah, not that's spoil. great. Yeah, uh, which is a great music moment as mm-hmm. well. But again, that's one of those like, ooh, uh, I'm going to spoil it after the break. But uh, oh, please, no, 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 I haven't uh, played yet. I, I do want to mention you're, avoid, you're worried about Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, you didn't pick up a twenty dollar <laughs> game six months ago, and you care that much about Sonic uh, spoilers. Yeah, you, how much can you care? I, I do want to say, even though I haven't played it yet, I have watched my roommate play it. It looks wonderful. I love how. Um, the stages are all like tied into each other. Like it, there yeah. is no screen transition. Like once you, oh, yeah, a, yeah. A you level, walk right you and walk keep going, right and yeah. you keep going. I thought that was pretty awesome. And also the bonus games with like the 3D polygonal like Sega Saturn era graphics. Yeah, I, I was really taken aback by that. So yep, it's a uh, it is a grab bag of all the things that I loved about Sonic growing up. And they have another game where they cordon off all the things you hate about it. It came out <laughs> just a few weeks later, and they were both cheap. Oh, yeah. So yeah, for I think for like eighty bucks, you could have both Sonic games that came out. And I think that's fine. Like I don't like everything Mickey Mouse does, but occasionally they do something that yeah. warms the heart of a classic Disney fan. The kids can have their own onesie or Duplo Lego blocks, and I don't have to buy that. I thought that was really neat to, in the same year mm. to please both fan bases. Not when you load up a game and they're still doing it. Like it's classic Sonic. One of them. One of them doesn't talk and is fatter. That's it. <laughs> that's it. And he wa- wags his finger at you. It's just so ridiculous. And I just, I, I love they finally, like, <laughs> instead, of, instead of trying to put all their eggs in one basket and please everyone with one Sonic game, they gave people two. In, yeah. in a very short time period. I'm very, I'm proud of Sega, dare I say. It's it was good. great. Mm-hmm. I had a great time. And the music, oh Sonic boy. Force oh is boy. not that bad, by the way. Oh, really? No. It's, it's just exactly what you think it is. I hadn't, um, yeah, I hadn't uh, thought about it. A 3D game with too many friends. <laughs> <laughs> so r- right after right after they announced Mania, they mm-hmm. released a few like promo tracks from yeah. from the game, and the one that caught my ears immediately was uh, Studiopolis Zone. Yeah, I was like, oh man, they're pretty much channeling like Sonic CD. Era. There's a lot of yeah. very Sonic CD uh, stuff in here, and again, I would encourage you to go back and listen to my Sonic CD episode with uh, Spencer mm-hmm. Nilsson, the Sega yes. of America composer who worked on the Western soundtrack but we played Japanese and Western soundtracks back to back and he was in the room sitting where you are now Pat oh, talking I about honored. Stock- <laughs> should have cleaned <laughs> a lot of the stuff is in the exact same spot yeah what are you going to do I hate being in here <laughs> <laughs> well you're not allowed to leave uh, but we'll do Studiopolis Zone which is your uh, kind of the usual like Casino Night or um, Spring Yard Zone that has uh a little bit more of a funk vibe to it, funk jazz, but is in the background like like big lights, glitzy stuff, and there's a lot of like TV broadcast antenna stuff going on in this stage too. Great stuff, very danceable, uh, totally. And after that is Titanic Monarch, uh, 
sounds fittingly late game kind of music, uh, just for a later stage in the game. Bell, like the good old bell tolling. You can really get that late game feel with a good bell. And then after that is maybe my favorite song of the game, Blossom Haze. And oh, that, that was levels, man. It's just gorgeous, yeah. and it's so heartwarming. And uh, there's a there's a there's a video of the dude reacting to this the first time he hears it. A, a, oh, a streamer, the, the streamer, yeah. It's so good. <laughs> we'll, we'll I might I might link that after this. But uh, this is Studiopolis Zone, Titanic Monarch, and Blossom Haze.
my, 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 my only oh. additional line that I could give is it's so clean. Yes. And yeah. and that is the reaction. And, yeah, this streamer, Etika, just made a great – I just saw it shared on Twitter, but mm-hmm. uh, there was a, a compilation of, like, his reactions to hearing the music. Mm-hmm. And this is uh, this is what I, I saw. And, like, I hadn't even got to this stage yet. And I was like, I got to see mm-hmm. what's making someone light up like this. And this is their uh, moment of uh, reaction when they hear this soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> He's just jamming to it right now. Dog! <laughs> I know, Sonic. Give me a second, dog. I'm vibing right now. <laughs> this shit is clean. <laughs> Yo, Daniel, thank you. What? <laughs> Who made this song? <laughs> Damn! Language and all, we sort of had the same reaction when we streamed it. Um, oh, yeah. It, because you didn't... We, I, I didn't look into it. I understood what Sonic sure. Mania was and who was making it, and, and it was just fulfilling on all ends. Man, this game is cool. Pick it up, people. Random anecdote. T-Lopes added me on Facebook maybe like a year or two ago, or probably closer to a year ago. I've never met him. I've never talked to him online. But I found out he lives in New Jersey, and I used to as well. Oh, wow. So funny enough. But thanks for adding me. I guess. <laughs> like, yeah, am I no- am I known in the gaming music scene? I don't. I feel like I'm I th- not. I think but... it's that you're known outside of the Springsteen and like Foreigner or whatever the hell people listen to in New Jersey scene. <laughs> and there's, there's not that many game music fans out there. I'm glad you found one of your own. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. <laughs> it, it, it means a lot to me. Well, there was a compliment in there somewhere. There was. There was. <laughs> just, that, but most, most of it was a veiled slam in New Jersey. I don't, I don't <laughs> listen to any of those NJ-born musicians. I'll have you know. No? Out of, out of principle. Nope. We were going down to Studioopolis. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, moving off into that Daytona USA Hornet, by the way, is the studio truck in that level. Man, wonderful! Uh-huh. It was like a Daytona. It's like the Daytona car that you warp between in the Studioopolis level. It has a little oh, satellite yeah, yeah. truck. Uh, it's just it's just wonderful. It's those little those little references that fans are better at vibing out on than maybe people who have been chained to Sonic Team for twenty <laughs> years. I mean, there's um, a, there's a mix. It's like sometimes <clears throat> fans can come up with some interesting out of the box stuff, but mm-hmm. then also. Sometimes it's good to have that background of game development and experience. To yeah, actually, that's why like, I think Whitehead on the project, yeah, like, yeah, they, writing stuff in. They're actually this perfect mix where yeah. it's like they actually have years of working on it. Maybe and not. Sonic maybe, Team was involved. Like, yeah, 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 Sega yeah. was all involved. Yeah, but. it didn't happen like in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. Uh, For sure. But if you haven't seen our Fleshy the Bear stream of Sonic Forces, we made a naked bear. That was that was our contribution to the Sonic series. <laughs> anyway. They're all, they're all, I mean, Sonic's only wearing shoes. No, you can make your own character in Forces. I know, but like, from the beginning, Sonic is not closed. Yeah, ooh, I see what you're saying. Oh, man. I see what you're saying. Yeah. All right. Oh, boy. Uh, moving ahead, after that revelation. Sit <laughs> I'm on not that, sure that I can. Sit on. <laughs> to DeviantArt. As the Donald, to DeviantArt. As the Donald who's never put Oh, he's on. pregnant. Congratulations, Sonic. <laughs> um, Shovel Knight, Spectre of Torment, yes. uh, another Jake Kaufman and from Yacht Club Games. They keep putting out new, I mean, uh, part of the, the drive for the game years and years ago at this point, but keep adding new additions, and Spectre of Torment was earlier this year, and Treasure Trove also came out, not also on Switch, yep. and numerous other platforms. It's a launch title on Switch. But uh, mm-hmm. it, it includes the base game, Plague of Shadows, Spectre of Torment, and the next year, their next expansion, King of Cards, Yes, when it comes out in 2018. Oh, boy. But uh, uh, we did actually do Shovel Knight, I think, back in the 2014 year in review, so a lot of that soundtrack was covered then, and actually going way back to 2012, I think uh, did an interview with Jake Kaufman when he was playing a set mm-hmm. here in the city, and it was for like Mighty Switch Force, Mighty Milky Way, 
and all that mm-hmm. good stuff. Mm. But still on the Shovel Knight kick, and it's still excellent. Yeah. Uh, and you picked one song here, uh, The Magic Mirror. Ma- Magic Mirror is uh, is like a, a new track for yeah. for the series. But um, it's a, it plays during a... So there's no world map in Spectre of Torment. There's just a hub world. So naturally, you're Spectre Knight, mm-hmm. uh, the anti-hero. And you're uh, kind of farting around in this hub world before you go tackle... Uh, different levels and uh it's a very like classical mozart like hmm. chip tuny uh fun little thing and it, it it just made uh it, it just made like messing around in that environment more fun uh there's so many little secrets mm. hidden throughout that hub world interesting funny characters to talk to and uh I just I just really dug the vibe of it. So. Is it like a? I'm guessing it's a like a big version of there was like a town or a, like a, a big house you would go into in the original Shovel Knight. And there was a couple of hidden things in that, right? Yeah, yeah. Kind of that was the, the like the Kickstarter uh, oh, was little bonus area mm. or something like that. But uh, yeah, it, it's kind of like that. But you always come back here after you finish one mm. of the uh, night levels, and uh, on top of that. Uh, you know, you're still going back to the same levels as the original Shovel Knight, uh-huh. but they are redone. So there are a lot of new areas that you come across, and all the tracks are remixed to fit Specter Knight's kind of like yeah idea. Yeah, well, like sort. very like yeah, the whole thing comes across very Mega Man-y. Yes, but uh, and then before this, it was uh, what was the one before this? Uh, uh, Plague of Shadows. Plague of Shadows, yeah. which had a very Castlevania kind of vibe. To exactly, it. exactly. Uh, which yeah. is. So nice. So good. Um, and I picked one song called The Price of Doing Business from the Iron Whale, which right. is a remix track of A Thousand Leagues Below. Which was, that was originally composed by Manami Matsumai, nice. the Mega Man composer. Yeah, and I think that was back in 2014. I'm sure I put yes. that on there because that song was so good. really good. And this is like a updated version of that. So two tracks from Shovel Knight, Spectre of Torment. This is The Magic Mirror and The Price of Doing Business.
Ah, thanks. I, I have to say, it's incredible. Not a lot of composers get the opportunity to work with their original tracks and mm. reimagine them. Yeah. And I just for... think that's so brilliant. I w- that, that makes me wonder, like, let's say, like, Takashi Tataishi. What if he was to revisit the Mega Man 2 soundtrack mm. and just, like, <clears throat> like do it again in, in with what he knows now? Yeah, with, like, 20 more, like twenty five years more worth of, right. like, we'll still make it a bit chiptune sound, like, right. working within NES Plus. Right. But, like, what else would he, would he do? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And like you said during the break, uh, the original uh, Iron Whale was a little slower. Mm-hmm. And then this, More soothing, yeah. Yeah, and this kind of like up, sends it up-tempo. Up yeah, I, I dig it so much. And uh, Magic Mirror, listening to it again, the uh, the triangle sounds. I think that's the, my favorite part. Uh, obviously, you know, the harpsichord yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, classical stuff, but it's like the bassy triangle sound. That's really good, that, like, yeah. I, I really dug. Do, 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 do. Like, it's so good. Uh, speaking of up-tempo, uh, up next is... Friggin' Cuphead. Oh, beautiful. There's Stop there's it. Chrissy Boy's Game of the Year. Yeah. Another one fulfilling all of its promise. I feel dumb for not having to play it. So yet. I hadn't played it until about 24 hours ago. What do you think? Ah. So I fired it up, uh, as people say. Mm-hmm. I don't like that phrase. I turned it on. Mm-hmm. I downloaded the game. I'm on <laughs> and pins and needles and then I activated the I exe, you to love this. And then I activated the EXE file. Oh, come on. And then I've had many emotions. I patched it. <laughs> uh, no, I actually really liked it. And... I mean, it, it is that thing where, like, whenever it was announced, what, two years ago? Yeah. No, longer than that. Uh, way longer way than longer, that. Way yeah. longer, It was, uh, it, I played it, I'm like, this is exactly Your what Your company I... has an email for me about the game. You guys seen this? <laughs> <laughs> That's how long it's been. <laughs> it's um, been but, a while. But soundtrack by Chris Madigan, and it is all, like, hyperactive jazz, like, uh... It's going like introducing Looney Tunes cartoons, oh. and I mean, it, it, you everyone at this point is familiar. Like Cuphead did extremely well. I think it like killed it as far it as did. like sales and like well r- critical critical yeah. acclaim. It, and I played it, and it was finally like like you said, we were t- I was texting about it. Like it's th- there's boss rush stuff, but then there's also a handful of stages meant to give you coins so you can buy a, a bonus things for your character, mm-hmm. your Cuphead character. And From those a are pig like in an eye patch. Yeah, like with that that great voice. The, <laughs> Let's go. Uh, and it's straight up like Contra. Like that's it's Contra mixed with like kind of the pattern boss memorization of a Mega Man game. Yeah, or like a, a shmup flight shooter. Yeah, and, right. and it was like yeah, this this gorgeous animation mm-hmm. from the, the straight up like Looney Tunes era. The uh, the Fleischer era. Fleischer, yeah. yeah. That's, why, that's, little, that's why we have you. Fleischer why. Brothers, David Bax, a little more jazzy, a uh, little more rubbery yeah, in yeah. their animation. And I, not that I, I've gone off on this plenty of times elsewhere, but it just showed me, you 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 know me, that the, the things I love the most are retro games and retro cartoons. And Cuphead was like, this is why they have so much in common, mm. how they move and how they sound. And I, I don't know. I just I, I didn't realize to such an extent that game characters move in the same cycle of animations mm. as most old school cartoon people. When, the, when I think mm. the craft was at its highest, yeah. and the music is meant to not to be so much a song you can digest and listen to in three minute chunks, but to move along the action for seven minutes at a time. Yeah. And, and Cuphead does that so brilliantly. And like I, I'm playing like near at the same time, and like something will grow big and absorb parts of its environment whereas Cuphead will just this is just insane what this character does it's yeah. it's ultimately the same effect I just never would have saw that coming I didn't expect this woman to turn into a giant moon <laughs> and you have to fly to the center of her yeah, yeah. very uh, trippy yeah. it's it's awesome it's one of the greatest things ever and it's just goes back to I, and I don't want to hack hackneyed Dark Souls reference but like the, I think the, the renaissance that Dark Souls created of like be good 
get really good at this. This yeah, game is going to be hard, and you're not going to be able to buy stuff to I, get around it. It's a very tired uh, explanation, as is mm-hmm. pointing it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are both worn out at this point, but there was a good 10 years, I feel, in the Xbox, the 360 PS3 era, where games became, like, it was more about, well, how big and immersive can we make this world, mm-hmm. the environment, and the characters, and, like, yeah, I loved Bioshock, and I loved Mass Effect, and all the Call of Duties took a huge narrative leap, and Uncharted, and all these things, but it was really... It's a tube that you play through, yeah. and you experience this wild ride, and that's that. It's a beautiful caulking gun that, that <laughs> fires you down the center, and, and, and things like Cuphead, like, I am, I, I loved it because I'm infuriated. I died! Oh, this is so charming. Like, yeah. it just, it took the sting out of a mistake that you know is yours. Mm. It's never the games. It's always your fault. And and that's that's how, that's when I what I hearken back with Dark Souls like I should have I should have dodged there yeah and I went and for I mean, the extra these, hit and it was my the, fault all these things have a arcade mentality of mm-hmm. you 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 could have known better but mm-hmm. odds are you couldn't have seen this particular thing coming and, there's some of that and you're just gonna have to eat there's the some of that but since like there's not real a good indication of how much health is off of the boss you're always trying to get that extra scooch yeah yeah, yeah in yeah, and sure. when you do that you make mistakes and yeah. when you stop doing that there's this zen like moment with oh, Cuphead sure. and the music. Yeah is so much part of that. Yeah. Uh, I, I, oh. yeah. I don't know how well it plays outside of the game because it is just like very... Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there are two songs that I think like uh, if you played it... If, even if you only play the game for 20 minutes, yeah. you probably encounter these two songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Botanic Panic. The first is that the first side scrolling stage? This is, uh, or the, this is the, giant, boss. the giant carrot boss. So good. That had, yeah, like all the and again, like from the from the get go, the, the the different like I don't even know what you call it, like effects. It's just the animation. <laughs> yeah, it looks insane. Yeah, it's so good. And it's a kind of like the Fleischer cartoons. Unlike Disney and Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers is nonsensical for comedy, but like the Fleischers went to hell a lot. Oh yeah, <laughs> like just went to hell. Yeah, right? he, the game and, starts with like I'm like I'm already like making a deal with the devil. Yeah. Like I've been playing this game for thirty <laughs> seconds. Yeah, yeah so just you don't know which something's going to squash and stretch into. Um, yeah. and, 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 and I think it was the development cycle went longer because people were disappointed to learn that it was all a boss rush. Right, right. Yeah, they and, changed it. Yeah. And I do like the side scrolling stages, but yeah. it's it's the boss stuff that you'll yeah. remember and you'll want to go back and do over and over and again. Dude, that that candy castle. Like mm-hmm. the just, it's so lavish and lush. Ugh. Like it's just animated so well. We're lucky to have gotten that, and I feel, I feel like I can retire. Just that, like, oh, the public liked it. I'm not sitting here screaming <laughs> like this is Okami. Please just re-release it one more time in a platform of people who like it. Everyone found it on the least popular console and PC, and just decided they loved it. I'm very happy. Yes, yeah, on Xbox One and PC, and mm-hmm. uh, yep. I downloaded it on Steam, and it was great. I bought I plugged, both. I plugged my Xbox One controller into it. Worked great. I, I bought both. I did. I did. I don't know a lot about specs, but I, I remember I bought it on a PC. Like I got to see what this looks like in optimum settings. Yeah. And I maybe it's some. I this should. It's seven twenty p is the max. Oh yeah. Because oh, it's well. supposed to look like an old cartoon. Right. And maybe yeah, it doesn't I mean, those, need. Like, what would you do with that extra resolution other than make this look bad? Those uh, those forties <laughs> um, TVs only went to seven twenty p. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's that four by three movie theater with a little guy with a gramophone. Yeah. Cartoon action coming at you. <laughs> you say uh, the co op's good too. Maybe it helps with the difficulty. Uh, I don't like co op in a game like that because with all that, for lack of a better term, bullet hell, it mm. makes everything look really confusing. Uh. Um, and and, and I added the power to make myself invisibly travel through objects rather than oh, just yeah, yeah. and so like it made it when we both did that it was so confusing <laughs> yeah uh, it was so confusing but it is one of those games that like I, I pick up and play for like an hour and I haven't finished yet and I do that like 
once every two weeks and yeah. just have a great time with There's it. There's a lot of fun stuff so, in there. But we'll do these two songs, uh, Botanic Panic, and uh, that's the giant carrot, mm-hmm. uh, and Floral Fury, which is the sunflower that has like these idle animations of doing this. Mm-hmm. He's like really exaggerated hand gestures, and then he gets super angry, and his like, petals turn into flames around his head, and it's so good. Um, but this song, Floral Fury, I want you to imagine like if Jim Carrey's mask <laughs> was running the supermarket sweep and almost out of time. Oh, boy. That's what this song Somebody is. Somebody stop him. He's got 30 seconds left. <laughs> He'll, he's got like four minutes left. Let's, uh, but this is to, uh, yeah, Botanic Panic and Floral Fury.
just just hats off to these guys. I, I couldn't ask for anything more, honestly. <laughs> that, that was just like perfect. So great, so great. And all of it just sounds it gives it a classical feel, but I assure you it's a little more gamified than that. Uh than than what its um source material is. Even though that's that does sound like trailer music with Robin Williams and Nathan Lane like pulling up in Miami. <laughs> but but I love Cuphead so much. It's twenty bucks if you have the means. Yep. Please pick that up. And the soundtrack is part of your Steam purchase when oh, yeah. you buy the game. Oh uh, yeah. Oh. So uh, so that's that was what converted me. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm definitely in now. Sweet. Um so yeah, pick it up. Uh, Christopher Madigan again. And uh it's actually a rare case where a celebrity has uh kind of an introduction VO. I wouldn't call myself as oh what? <laughs> uh there's a celebrity introduction of Cuphead music uh, really? by by a famous comedian. Today we have a recording of Benny Goodman played over a separate recording of Miles Davis. <laughs> Research shows that our listeners love jazz. <laughs> what? What? what is this? A, this is a Parks and Rec. Bit. Oh, okay. Parks and Recreation. It's it's Steve. It's, it's Amy Poehler talking to. Uh, Homer, Dan Castellaneta. Oh, wow. Uh, jazz plus jazz. Here's the whole thing. Would you like to introduce the next segment? Okay. Now it's time for jazz plus jazz equals jazz. <laughs> Today we have a recording of Benny Goodman played over a separate recording of Miles Davis. <laughs> That's incredible. Wow. <laughs> Uh, I gotta show that clip to my girlfriend. She's been sub- submitting me to a lot of that stuff. It's so good. Uh, <laughs> and then also, what was the, the, the comeback? That was jazz. That was from my favorite line in the wrong guy. It's just that was uh, jazz. Uh, I I don't usually work this shift, but I try my best. Um, <laughs> God. Um, but I love it. It's just fun to make fun of it at times. Indeed. Oh, indeed. Uh, mm-hmm. Going off on the. The hard pivot from the jazz Very. is Splatoon 2. Yes. Oh, man. Splat number 2. Toru Minigishi, uh, Ryo Nagamatsu, Shiho Fuji. So the usual suspects from Splatoon 1. And we did a know. Splatoon episode back in 2016, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, the distant year of 2016. Yeah. Did, you, did you guys get your no chance to check out Splatoon 2 for an extended period of time? I, I played the I test fire, yeah. but I didn't play Splatoon 2. Yeah, I bought it. I haven't. I just haven't had a chance to jump in. I haven't jumped in in like a few months, mm-hmm. but uh, it's fun. I mean... It it carries what ma- what made the first one so much fun. Yeah, and just kind of adds you well, know, and like new I, weapons, new areas, and like I said with the switch, and it's on the go. It, you take it anywhere, but like no Nintendo platforms really function that well. Like going from Wi-Fi to Wi-Fi, I don't think my 3DS ever successfully hooked up to a hotel's Wi-Fi in history. Well, that's hotel Wi-Fi. I'm, but whatever. <laughs> I, but like I, this, this I, does. I, wanna, I want to give myself credit. I was able to download Blockboy. <laughs> on a hotel Wi-Fi wow. in Southern California, and it took. <laughs> I was in forums like figuring out how to trick every. I'm like, I have to play this tonight. Yeah, it's just a function. <laughs> it's just a, a poor functionality of Nintendo's internet-enabled systems. But the Switch doesn't have that, so that's what I'm excited about. Being those community events are such a fun idea. They are. They are. Um, and I know it's one of our friends' problem, but that's why I kind of want to get in there see if I can get them to band. I can't believe. I think Mayo won mm-hmm. over ketchup. It's pretty disgusting when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah, a lot of Canadians in there, I'm guessing. Bad, 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 bad. <laughs> but the music and the aesthetic, like we talked about in the, in the dedicated Splatoon episode uh, a while back, was just, it's like this jet grind radio mm-hmm. meets Nickelodeon mm-hmm. atmosphere with, again, just this, this I don't know, like, it's just like, 
pop punk music all the yeah. time by by fake bands in the game and uh, fake uh, English language. Yeah. yeah, and it's just so infectious. Like when you're playing it, you're just like, I may not like this. May not be my next. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna play like. No matter what else I'm playing, I'll always like dabble with Street Fighter. I'll mm-hmm. always like poke into Overwatch from time to time. I'll always want to play Monster Hunter. I don't know that Splatoon will ever, uh, Splatoon Two at least came out of time. I didn't have time to dig into it that much, but I'm always like, I love the look and feel yeah. of this a lot. Since it, it, it's, it's all we're all about game music, it's just awesome to hear. Yeah, it's awesome to hear a game like you just hear it and like I know what this is. Yeah, you can yep. you can tell what game it is from the music. If you're yes. blind, you know someone's playing Splatoon. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, worth worth noting when they first announced this, like along with all the Switch reveal stuff back in uh, January, hmm. uh, they had God, that was this year. I know it's crazy. Oh my god. Uh, they they had like the band members involved in recording the music wow. jam. On stage in Japan, oh yeah, I uh, pro- to promote the game. I watched that, and and later they were singing the English. Like, <laughs> oh really? So crazy. I mean, with a lot of you know vocal like vocal effects. Oh, yeah, I, and I just learned the sad backstory of the Squidlings. It's they live on top of an apocalyptic universe and oh, had right. to evolve. That there's a there's a sad Adventure Time story beneath. Yeah. The shiny veneer of Splatoon. Yeah. I did not know that having played both games. Right. Well, there's that mm. separate mode now, the, the kind of horde style mode yes. where uh, Salmon Run, Salmon mm. Run, where uh, yeah, you're you're pretty much you're working, <laughs> you're gather you're gathering these like special eggs for mm. some some sort of purpose against this like dirty nasty species. So, mm. yeah. uh, man, you mean sure? Man Probably. is the dirtiest species. <laughs> Probably. We Some were. kind of calamari thing. <laughs> Sa- salmon. Same, same thing, same thing. Uh, but we'll do three songs uh, from uh, Splatoon 2 again. Such And there's a, I think there's a pack-in now, right, for Splatoon 2 and Switch? Was the, did they yes. make a Splatoon 2 version? There's that. And, uh, they, Dope controllers. They did, uh, they did reveal that there will be a Splatoon, like T-U-N-E-2 soundtrack. Oh, right? nice. Good. Whether the U.S. is getting it. Yeah. Uh, we'll I eventually see. found, I imported the first one, but I eventually did start seeing it in shops. I mean, really? they're, they're import shops in SF, yeah. but yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I did see it here eventually yeah. for $20 more. Uh, but ink coming, uh, which this they, is the one that like like it, it's kind of like Splatoon one split tack in that it ropes you in immediately. It's mm. really fun, rocky. Vibes. And then rip entry, rip entry. Oh, uh, this one I remember hearing during the test fire earlier okay. this year, and I I heard it, and it's like the uh, the English is it's probably my favorite English mm. uh, of the soundtrack where it's like they're almost like scatting like with lots of funky bass it's, I remember it's this so now. good so much fun uh, and then after that I also added Seafoam Shanty which this this just came out in November they added another uh-huh. band called the Bottom Feeders which is straight up like Irish punk like songs <laughs> that's awesome uh, so but yeah they, there's this whole like separate like culture and environment going on with these fake bands and the two hosts. And yes. I, there's just this whole thing going on, this aesthetic that's so strong. And uh, just Splatoon still still doing great stuff. But Incoming, Rip Entry, and Seafoam Shanty.
Ooh. Someone out there be a deer. <laughs> Someone out there be a deer and put that music underneath the Titanic dance sequence. <laughs> so that would be that would be wonderful. Or just half of the Departed. <laughs> uh, it's just so much fun. This this game just oozes of fun. I love yeah. uh, the first one, Incomings. The constant uh, a '90s MTV song, uh, MTV show is going to break. <laughs> the, the bass guitar. <laughs> boom. Yeah, so good. Great, uh, great drumming on that track. Uh, those are all great. Yeah. Um, and we're gonna, as we head into the, the the tail end of the show, well, there's still a lot to go, but we're gonna slow it down. We're gonna mm-hmm. chill out here for a minute mm-hmm. and talk about my game of the year. Oh, and probably several other people's. Yes. Uh, Breath of the Wild. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, Legend of Zelda. I'm real torn between this and Mario, man. Uh, Zelda all the way for me. I don't know. I don't this know. this Mario and Nier are Mar- like my Mario three. and Zelda have never been so similar mm-hmm. to me, but like everything, they, I enjoyed what they both did so much. These. Hundreds, hundreds of isolated mini challenges. Whereas yeah. Mario's very clear about it, and Zelda's wrapped up in this story, which I like the premise more than I like whatever the story is of Zelda. That you're a yeah, guy yeah, who same. failed at the end of the universe. Right. It's post apocalyptic. Yeah. And I, I thought that was yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. But I, I just don't know. I still can't call it yet because I, I spent more time in Zelda. Yeah, I'm like a hundred. Didn't finish anywhere close to any everything. Yeah. I did everything in Mario. Everything you can mm. do, and. Mm. I spent less time, and I would I would be playing it now if there was more stuff to do. Yeah. And I, you oh did it, God. you did it, man, oh, you did. There it. we go. Uh, but yeah, I oh. I couldn't love this more. Like I put a hundred hours in before I beat it, and mm-hmm. then I bought the DLC and just haven't even started because mm-hmm. now I'm just I just love. Like, I don't know. Zelda One spoke to me so hard. Mm-hmm. Oh, of, I love your. I love. That. Go ahead. I it, love how you put this. It's just it's like Zelda took this weird, not not weird for good mm-hmm. reason. Like link there was link to the past. Mm-hmm. And then everything after Link to the Past, in some way or another, the main entries of the games, they're trying to do that again. Because mm-hmm. Ocarina was really like, when you take away like all the technological advancements and, and the, the gravity of what was going on, yeah. and how cool it was, and how groundbreaking it was, when you take all that away, which is not a small thing, it's try- It's basically get three things, and then a big pivotal thing happens, and then you spend the rest of the game going to six or et cetera other dungeons, Extra and then you dungeons, do thing, yeah. and then you fight Ganon, and then you're in and like. That formula gets replicated so many times mm-hmm. that when Skyward Sword took a big DV, and obviously Majora's Mask mm-hmm. and a lot of the handheld ones deviate, and they stand out for that. Um, but even like Twilight Princess was kind of the same thing, mm-hmm. and then Skyward Sword tried to deviate pretty hard, but was still kind of in between. It was like tethered to this old way of doing things, but also, hey, we're going to do a lot of new stuff, and it was this in between. I still finished it. I still like Skyward Sword, but to me. And this isn't a this is I feel like an apt Dark Souls comparison. Mm-hmm. I think the reason I gravitated towards Dark Souls and Dark Souls two and three and Bloodborne and Dark Souls to me is what Zelda to me is kind of what I always wanted mm-hmm. was it's Zelda one and two, which is yeah. yeah, you're in this weird world that's kind of falling apart. Like go figure it out. Unexplained exploration. Yeah. yeah. The and linear push is there for you, Ocarina. Sure. Just a little bit, yeah. 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 And then this was like there is actually a linear backdrop to all this mm-hmm. but it's at your own pace completely mm-hmm. you can ignore it for dozens of hours at a time you and can skip the story yeah you can go straight to the final battle <laughs> yeah. if, if you had the balls to do it like. yeah and <laughs> yeah. it's it's just like that that feeling of me standing on a mountain and looking and seeing the other end of the map like mm-hmm. i just like i i wasn't moved to tears or anything and that i didn't hit me that hard but it was like Man, I have wanted to do this exact thing. Like I am now doing and playing mm-hmm. what my little kid self imagined I was doing in Zelda One when I was crawling through mountains and dungeons mm-hmm. and caves and forests. Like now I'm actually doing it. I'm just now I'm in the middle of the woods somewhere. I have yeah. no idea where I'm at. 
And now I'm at the top of a mountain. Now I'm at a beach. Now I'm combing the the waste the coastline. Like is it, is everything it? about it was so magical mm-hmm. and it was not aimless. That's the point, and that's the same thing with the Souls games that I really liked. Is like just play and enjoy and figure it out and connect the dots yourself, and, and you'll find something cool. And you will yeah. find something. And if, for some people that works, for some it doesn't. Was, yeah, that cliche of like where you're standing, that mountain, the distance, you can go there. That's a game cliche for like the sure, last yeah. twenty years. And usually, <laughs> what that means is like there'll be a location there, yeah, or yeah. there'll be nothing to do along the way, yeah, or there'll be a fast travel way because who wants to climb a real mountain? Yet this game made it work. Yeah. yeah. Like, you did all that stuff, and on the way, like, oh, man, it's like 20 Karak seeds I wouldn't have found it had I not and, gone and to that peak. shrines with, like, unique puzzles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there was just stuff constantly happening, and they're all very, very small micro moments. Yeah. And that's what a journey is. It, like, better than any Zelda dungeon I can remember. The those four real dungeons that you have Party and stuff are, are amazing yeah, set pieces. Yeah. Uh, with that said, the the music I feel is pretty divisive among the. Well, fans. I don't. I don't and remember I will, it. Yeah, there's not a, a lot, lot of people claim that. I because I when think you, it's when one you, of the, the the best ones of recent years. If I'm not mistaken, you can't replay those moments. Like some some. So of the, so the the really fascinating thing is first off the music is like surprisingly sparse. Yeah. So uh, that that is jarring for a lot of Zelda fans. Yeah, there's I no like that. Zelda Overworld theme or anything. Right, right, and there are long periods of silence. Occasionally, the piano will like and like gracefully flow when in. When you said Breath of the Wild music, I thought the sound of the sun coming up or it stops raining. Right. Da-na-na. Da-na-na. I'm like, right, oh, right, that right. gives me goosebumps. I love that moment. Kind of like that, but what I love about the approach here, and uh, by the way, I think the uh, composers were yeah, Manaka Kataoka and Yasuaki uh, Iwata, but mm-hmm. um, it's very minimalist, mm-hmm. uh, and it's kind of like the direct antithesis of Skyward Sword's music, whereas mm-hmm. Skyward Sword was like loud and live orchestra, grandiose, mm-hmm. sweeping scores, which I loved, mm-hmm. by the way, like boss battle music and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It blew me away. <clears throat> but this scales it back. It goes minimalist, very experimental with all of the instrumentation. And I, I thought that was really bold of them to do. And um, I think the minimalism kind of reflects Hyrule's post-apocalyptic state, too. Mm. Like, you, yeah. you're, you're not going to be da, 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 yeah. da, 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 in a place there's where no you lost. There's 70-piece orchestra, because there's not 70 pieces. Link, you lost. <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah. So th- that's how I feel about it. And that's what, that, that's what I think is brilliant. And as you mentioned, uh, a lot of the music, like past Zelda games, very dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the tracks we're going to play is the, the battle music from the field Ugh. battle. And there are different iterations of that. Yes. There are, like, three different ones. Uh, octaves changed uh, depending on what's going on. They're like, octoroks, by the way. Oct- octoroks <laughs> change. Uh, no, but it's like a very really unco- very <laughs> very unconventional battle theme. Like like very change change well, that, ups. Really jazzy, odd time piano. And well, uh, to, that's what I wanted to say about the music in general yeah. because my favorite song from the the game is cooking <laughs> and, and like and you don't fun. you don't know that when you when you mess up cooking it's oh, one of yeah. the greatest sounds ever it sounds like a, <laughs> a kitchen being right. like yeah. thrown in a, in a basket of flour yeah. or you do it okay and there's mm. the regular theme and then that first time it took me hours to do uh to come up with my own recipe that was flawless oh yeah broom, 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 broom. what the f- is this noise Damn it! I lost it. Oh, it only took an hour into the show. Oh, I broke the streak. Uh, but, but yeah, and I love that when you mess up a recipe, it just sounds like Chip and Dale dropping <laughs> <laughs> dropping every every piece of china on the way to the... It does. It sounds like them delivering china on a hot air balloon. <laughs> right, right. But that's the music does that yeah, a lot. It changes to let you know what's actually happening. And it's so unconventional and weird, and that's what I what I love about it. it 
tr- it tries to be different, and I think it excels mm. in that way. And when when the music does like pick up during battles or boss fights, it's really really good. I really mm-hmm. like the. Uh, I don't think that's this song, but the it's not really a full song. But whenever you're fighting the anything from and what are they called the guardians? The guardians. Yes. It's like a piano roll going. Yeah. Like really repetitive, but it works. I like that. And when you also on your toes, that's great. And then when you actually successfully reflect a laser back, and it makes that like it like escalates it makes this yeah. escalation of the whole song and I just like I get this Ghibli feeling of like I'm watching Nausicaa or something yeah. like, when all these ancient mm-hmm. machines come back I'm like oh my god it's it, incredible it's so it's good. such a great experience and uh, like things you can only do with, with video game music like yeah. you, this mm. can't happen in a film or anything mm. like this dynamic changing so but uh yeah, yeah. I mean we'll VG Game Apocalypse will probably talk a lot about our games of the year mm-hmm. I'll go to Bat for Breath of the Wild again for my Same. it's definitely my personal like I don't have and I knew this in March. I'm like, yeah, this is done. Like, yeah. <laughs> for for very for very me reasons. Like, uh, there's no that won't. There's literally no game they could have made. There's mm-hmm. nothing that could because this was wish fulfillment that I've had since I was seven years old, yeah. and it finally happened. Uh, and it's I don't necessarily want every Zelda to be this way from now on. I'm just like that was what I wanted, and didn't even realize it mm-hmm. until I realized how Zelda had become so not formulaic, mm-hmm. but. It followed a template to some degree. Yeah, just a template that you got every five years, so you yeah. didn't notice it was doing the same thing yeah. over and over again. So, and I always give my tip my hat to uh, Link Between Worlds. That made me I realize, also, like, oh man, we on this has been really linear, linear for a long yeah, time. Yeah, and I adored that too. Yeah, it was so it was good. jarring to get into. Yeah, but uh, you picked uh, this battlefield. When you listen, note that there are sound effects from A Link to the Past in there, mm-hmm. the, uh, like a item falling sound effect yep. that they throw in, and a sword sheathing, which was from one of the past Zelda games. Mm-hmm. So. It it messes with so many different instruments and synths and percussion and it's just so for me like that that is like my number one video game song of 2017 wow. that, that that theme I would I would put on a 30 minute loop on YouTube and just wow. keep listening to the same thing because it's so dramatic and huh. builds up builds up in so many crazy ways wow. so yeah I did not get this from this song. Yeah, I, I, I did. No, well, now I'm curious. To, now I'm like at 120 yeah. hours into the game. It, it I, may I like take. Should... It may take 30 minutes of realistic to get to sure. that point. But yeah, uh, and then also Hyrule Castle. Yes, which is, uh, I would say it's towards end game, which can either be an hour for you or yeah. or. That 90 mu- hours. Yeah, so. that music when you're finally getting in there and yeah. all the the four lasers have all shot at the thing. Yeah, like that's. That moment was really cool. It's epic, and uh, naturally, the, this is where, like, you know, you'll hear uh, Ganon's like classic theme yep. and everything. And uh, speaking of classic themes, the way they actually do the Zelda theme when you're horse riding with the piano, mm. the way it just kind of gracefully uh, oh, sweeps yeah. in there—that was I, my emotional moment. With I don't think game. I rode a horse long enough. If you ride it long enough, uh, wow. it'll uh, you'll you'll hear the full theme. Play. I'm trying to like capture them than riding them. Oh man, I was so uh, much faster without them. It was uh, near well, Waterworks. While these gale is now ready, thank you. I'll never talk to a horse again. <laughs> near, can... near Waterworks <laughs> session, as I was horse riding and hearing that. Sweeping. I kept naming them the dumbest thing I could think of. <laughs> so like that horse portrait would come up with Joe Dirt under it. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, I can't ride Joe Dirt anymore, man. I remember getting a laugh out of what I named my horses on our stream, but I probably can't say it here. Probably I not. named the pink one Corbano after Sunset Riders. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but yeah, we'll do the battle, the uh, field music, and Hyrule Castle from Breath of the Wild. Thank you. 
Oh man, it's, the brooding of uh, it's that so good. Deck. You really brought me back to the game. I mean, you, you're right. The, the field battle is it? It's so you hear so, so much, much to unpack from. But that. when you yeah. get good enough to like you know take people down with arrows, toss a bomb in right. there, you don't hear the whole song unless yeah. you're fighting a Lionel. So when yeah. it gets to that dram- oh, yeah. dramatic swell, like a minute in, I get I get chills every time I hear that. But like it's such an epic, like dramatic moment. You were were you saying that like you may not? We heard a clean version of the song. You may never hear it. Exactly like that, that. That way, because it might be a different octave depending on the area and how many enemies you're fighting. Wow. It's like so many change ups there and like the different synth backings that, that come into play. Would, it's nuts. And that would make it, and I don't know. Some of this like skews the line of like game music. So <laughs> if it's so contextually oriented, right. it's almost like a sound effect. And yeah. then you think of like, well, let's put an album out and like, oh, I don't recognize this. <laughs> right, song. right. Yeah, because um, you, you won't hear it in game like that. Yeah, that's it's so pretty, cool. It's taking the best parts and then uh, looping them all together. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, thematically similar and released in the same week <laughs> is Horizon. Horizon. Yes. And did they release the DLC? The like Frozen, right against Mario. <laughs> yeah, it was very close. It was in November. Uh, they came out very, very close to each other. But uh, yeah, I, I got um, Horizon. Looked gorgeous and looked like that you know Zelda meets Monster Hunter kind of thing with a little bit of the open world gameplay from like Assassin's Creed or Shadow mm-hmm. of Mordor or whatever. Uh, and I didn't. I put it on hold because Zelda came out and then I that happened mm-hmm. and then I finished all of Nier after that and then I finally went back to Horizon ended up getting a platinum trophy in it because I enjoyed it oh, so wow. much and then the DLC came out and I'm like uh, should I go all in on the DLC or should I hang I, I did get the DLC but that's when I was like I gotta beat East 8 so it's basically every game I've played this year is in the show unfortunately mm-hmm. and they're sandbox titles <laughs> and they're all like huge like huge games but uh, I only have a few songs. Well, I have three songs, obviously. It tends to be what we do. But they are, I don't know, there's there's a couple, like, very orchestral, big moving things. And there's a lot of, like, similar things in this, similar to Zelda, where long stretches of quiet. And you will occasionally hear, like, ambient stuff kind of float in and float out. And there was just a couple in here that stood out to me. And then also certain cities and uh, settlements you'll go to have a theme. Um, not a lot, like sticks with me because of the nature of the music it's more film scoring in a lot of ways uh, which is it fits this perfectly but there were three that stood out to me um, and again the game itself is like you're doing Breath of the Wild similar stuff where you kind of go to a new tower and unlock a new part of the map mm-hmm. only in this case the tower is a giant robot dinosaur thing <laughs> with a satellite dish for a head and you climb that and unlock this new area but I the gameplay of this was so fun it wasn't just the like checkboxy game where you go around and like do tasks to to because the tasks exist mm-hmm. it was very much a like i'm now slowly dismantling this giant robot machine in a way like with these specific weapons and and i i get better over time and then mm-hmm. it becomes this very skill-based thing and i start taking advantage of the environment more and by the time i finished the game i was like man this was actually a lot of fun super pretty just insane like lighting and the way the water and vegetation it's such a gorgeous game but uh, Joris Deman, hopefully that's how you pronounce this, uh, worked on Killzone 1 through 3, but also did Velocity 2X, which I think I did two years ago in the 2015 wrap-up. Mm, great right. great soundtrack. Uh, and then The Flight handles a lot of the seemingly ambient stuff. Uh, and then Julie Elvin has vocals, and vocals in this are usually a lot of like chanting or you know, not, not like singing lyrics necessarily, but just like providing some kind of background vocals. Um, this is on Amazon and on Spotify, so this is something you can check out uh, quite easily. 
But we'll go into these three songs from Horizon Zero Dawn. This is Aloy's theme, main character of the game. Territory of None, which is a much more like slow pace. But when this one kind of hit me, I was in the desert. And it's like a Monument Valley kind of situation. And I'm like, man, this just, it really punctuated the moment very well. And then after that is City on the Mesa. Just another good, like, fitting town theme.
so pretty. Mm. I, I dug that a lot. I love atmospheric stuff in games. Mm. Uh, some people will, will argue that, oh, you can't really listen to this outside the game. Wrong. You put this on, you chill out. Yeah. It's, it's a good feeling. Yeah, and I thought the game yeah, was just super pretty, a very pleasant game to play all around, and has its definite peaks of difficulty where you're fighting this gigantic thing, and it does that thing well where you're like, how am I ever going to fight? Like, this thing is stupid. This thing is too strong. Everything that hits me hits too hard. Getting my ass kicked constantly. And then you just, like, s- slow down and shut up and then learn this thing's moves, read its weaknesses, and then, like, you just destroy this thing. And there's very exploitable uh, skill tree stuff you can do in this for sure. And you'd be like, oh, I have the same approach to most of my fights now, whereas I <laughs> knock you down, you fall down, I stab you, and then I wait for you to stand up, and then I knock you back down again, then I stab you until I wait to get back up, then I set you on fire, and then I knock <laughs> you back down. It's like, you can really, but but to get to that point, you got to earn that and, like, learn that. The game doesn't teach you, like, this is a great strategy to use. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was actually a pretty, very enjoyable game. And my second, no, my third platinum trophy after Bloodborne wow. and the original Sly Cooper. <laughs> uh, but Pat, you had here in the notes, like looking forward to next year. Uh, yeah. I mean, like the Secret of Mana remake. Yeah. I, they're they're re- they're uh, doing an arrangement of the soundtrack. So, so Secret so. of Mana is like one of my. That's an unmesswithable soundtrack. It is so good, and I'm not that I'm like don't remake. It. Not at well, all. K- but I just mean like Kiko Dasan is is overseeing it. It's so. it's just so good. Like the instrumentation even of the Super NES sound is yeah. so inherent to my enjoyment of it. Right. I, I'm definitely going to check it out. Well, but th- uh, thankfully you can sw- uh, they did mention that you can switch in the remake between ooh, the original really? SNES and, the, and the, the arrangement. We just so. got to get that uh, Densetsu collection on Switch, man. Uh, that's, that'd, be, that's, that'd be wonderful. That's what I need. Yes, I need um, that in my life. Valkyria Chronicles 2, no doubt. That's the series we haven't done at all yet and haven't touched on yeah. that series at all yeah. on the show. Yeah, Valkyria Chronicles 4 is be- is also going to be handled by Hitoshi Sakimoto, oh. so he's going to take care of that. I'm also, of course, looking to the forward to the Shadow of the Colossus remake. I don't think they're remastering the music for that. I, well, mean, I mean, it'll sound like <clears throat> clearer than it did on the PS2, that's for sure. Uh, but Nintendo really rocked it this, this year. year they I killed it say, again, man. Yes. So good. I, I remember you yelling about that during the time of the Wii. Like every time you think you can count them out, they'll do something and come, come right back. It's happened. I've seen it happen so many times. Like the changing of leaves. Mm. Nintendo back on top. Just <laughs> waiting for that Mother Three, man. Mm. One day. There's never. never been a better time to hope for it. So <clears throat> keep hoping. But that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening, and thank you for putting up with the long break. It was a pretty much a six-month gap, the longest the show has ever had. We missed Rocktober this year, which was the first Rocktober not happening in five years. 2012 was Castlevania. 2013 was Final Fantasy. 2014 was Pokemon. 2015 was Mega Man. 2016... Shin Megami Tensei. <laughs> I had my my own Rocktober, and you guys missed it. Oh, I didn't nice. I didn't record it, but it was all MLB the show, all oh, the entire all right. soundtrack nice. of that from the whole series. So I was at Sony. Really <laughs> I was at Sony for a meeting a few weeks ago, mm. like a month or so ago, and they had the show mm. in the dem- in the kiosk, and I walked up, and it was like, oh, it's Braves versus Cardinals, and I'm mm. like, oh man, this is this is my childhood right mm. here. I was watching <laughs> the, the late '80s Cardinals go fight the Braves and lose. But Speaking walked up, of, oh, no, go ahead. top of the first, I hit five home runs. That a boy! Whoa. And I'm like, is this what the game is? Like, I, I, I it's working because I feel pretty good right now. Is what is it? Yeah, is it operating on like like slot machine rules? You rope yeah. them in real fast. Like I, I, th- it was five zero mm-hmm. when I, and then like the meeting started. I'm like, I kind of want to, <laughs> I kind of want to finish this, guys. Like the the new Bush Stadium all modeled up and the arch out there. I'm like. This is, this is great. Uh, but yeah, th- and again, anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, VG, VGEmpire.com mm-hmm. uh, is the website. You can go look through five years of episodes there on iTunes, on Stitcher. 
uh, and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, VG Empire on Twitter as well. And I'm sure you both have minor plugs as well. Yeah, uh, you, you go first. Okay, I must. LaserTimePodcast.com is where all of our shows live. I, I don't know. Hopefully you enjoy If you like music, there's never been a better time to discover filthy Christmas songs. Oh, boy. Volume 1 and 2. I sincerely doubt there'll be a third because we scratched the bottom of the barrel just to get to the second one. Boy. But I'm, I'm just seeing people post. We don't have a lot of shows that people like repost. Like, here's my annual holiday tradition of listening to Laser Time's collection of filthy Christmas songs. None of which... We wrote, except for a couple of samples in a, <laughs> in a parody commercial, but Which none cannot, of it we can't play here. Cannot be repeated here. Brett wrote some of those lyrics. He doesn't. He wants to deny it. Oh. Uh, yeah, it was a different time. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> so nice. Time um, to go. Try and find. Try and figure out which ones. <laughs> um, but that the lady, outtakes of that are something I wish we could <laughs> post. Is you trying to keep really a, trying to sing? Like it was not. It was not good. But then you had to go full Gallagher to hit the notes. Yes, I had to. No, I was trying to go full Weird Al. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I, 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 it was so bad. But a little bit of reverb, you can cover some stuff. But la- there you go. Later time is a topic-based show. Uh, lots of geeky minutia in there. I'm trying to think of some stuff. If you like hearing about cartoons, we have not only interviewed who I think is the leading cartoon historian living in our times right now. We have an explosive amount of content about the Looney Tunes, including explaining every Looney Tunes reference. If you you know, this, if you know what we're talking about, and ever wondered what all this means, wow, fancy meeting you here! Like, congratulations, <laughs> right, right. Marks, and like it. It's just awesome. somebody put together a document for us, and it's, it's a really cool show. And it's oh, we'll have yeah. a bunch of stuff throughout December. That in thirty twenty ten, the show Elson uh, helped start. Mm-hmm. Uh, that looked thirty twenty and ten years ago into the past, uh, and see what came out this week. Man, we got to get our we got to get our heads around games because retro games are just like. We think this came out. We're, we know this came out in '87. We just yeah. don't know when. No, that's and the the mid late '80s is still just like yeah, it came out rollout. came out in the spring. When does yeah. it come out? When we ship it to you? Yeah, yeah. there's <laughs> never any hard date. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah. that's been but that's still been really fun because it's a great year for video games. And of course, '97 is no different. It's yeah, the, you just talked about Final Fantasy VII, Diddy mm-hmm. Kong Racing, probably just turned. In '07 is like this year of like the Simpsons game and Rock Band, Mass and Effect. Mass Effect. It's crazy to think Bioshock. of those games as ten years old. Bioshock. 07 was a crazy uh, Mario year. Galaxy. And if you like more video game talks, video game apocalypse. Mario Galaxy came out the same week as Assassin's Creed, mm. and Odyssey did the exact same thing. It's like crazy. Ubisoft, oh. when are you going to learn? When are you going to learn? Wow. Um, but anyway, yes, yes. Video game apocalypse, our weekly video show on Friday. And if you like this kind of stuff and want to see this equipment stay stable or maybe get better, patreon.com slash later time. We do this full time, and we couldn't do without. Uh, donators just like you. So, yes, for a low cost of five bucks, you'll get over 100 commentaries, video commentaries with full syncs, uh, and a weekly show called Bonus Time where we talk about all the games and stuff we've done right then and there. A little less structure, uh, but commercial free, uncensored, only for friends and patrons. I'll try, I'll try to, to keep you. this short. Oh, God. Uh, Patrick KUL on Twitter. Uh, YouTube.com slash VG drum for my video game drumming videos. I drummed on one Quake 2 uh, cover on a Quake 2 tribute album coming out sometime in December by my friend Austin. Uh, so stragosrising.com for that one. I don't know when it's coming out, but sometime soon. 
And uh, finally, I wanted to shout out the again the games that we couldn't cover for various reasons: Near Automata, Mario Odyssey, Resident Evil Seven, Final Fantasy Twelve, Zodiac Age, Metroid, Samus Returns, Monster Hunter Stories, Persona Five, Mario and Rabbids, and Tech. That is also important. No, VG Empire not a part of the Patreon. No, just want anymore. you to know you can't su- you can't support the show. Don't mm. even try. Whoa, just listen to it mm. and then go buy the songs that we that we uh, that are available to buy, such mm. as. Uh, the ones we mentioned, like Horizon, you can get Ukulele, I think, mm-hmm. legit. Splatoon 2 will eventually. Cuphead's available. Shovel Knight's available. Sonic Mania. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is probably going to have to dig for that one. On uh, <laughs> Import that CD. East 8 on Amazon. On Amazon. Really? Yeah. I was ready nice. to cuss at the wow. TV because the soundtrack selection that comes with it is like three songs. And I'm like, what? Samplers. How dare you? And then it's like, oh, the whole thing's on Amazon. <laughs> but I wanted to end the show with a game. Uh, no... Uh, this was suggested to me. Wouldn't have even thought of it, but this is great. Prey. Mm. Huh. Heard good things. Uh, Mick Gordon, who worked on Doom last mm-hmm. year, which we had in last year's year wrap-up, as well as Wolfenstein 2, New Order, and going way back to Nicktoons, Attack of the Toy Bots. Uh, <laughs> but Everything is Going to Be Okay is a beautiful synthwave, like Blade Runner-y take on uh, just a, a theme song from Prey that came out this year. And I listened to it, and it's on Spotify. You can listen to this legit. It's really good and a great way to end the show. But thanks again for listening. VGEmpire.com. And again, this is Everything is Going to Be Okay by Mick Gordon.